0: Hello and welcome to Mad Mega Gaming. My name is Matt and I'm the host of this podcast. Today I'm joined by my good friend Chris, aka the Flare Bear. We will be discussing the new Call of Duty, the end of the NES Classic, and some May release dates. Chris is going to talk about stuff and Matt's going to check out VR in a day or <laughs> minute. Stuff. But for now, let's get into play of the week. How are you doing today, Chris?
1: Doing good. It's been a while since you did the last podcast.
0: I know. Th- things got kind of hectic, and then... I don't know. But we're here. I got a new mic. And I said you were going to talk about something, because I couldn't remember that game you were talking about counted as import report or not. So I didn't know uh, if we actually had that this week. I mean... Eh. Alright, well, we won't count it then. Alright, so, anyways, Chris, what have you been up to for the last few weeks? What are your plays of the weeks?
1: So I have been playing... Uh, first of all a Corpse Party Make that, picking that up back again picking that back up again. Um so I'm at the very f- last chapter right now and I'm pretty sure I have like 20 minutes more to go. So I'm probably going to finish it tonight after we finish this podcast. But yeah, the um it's still a good game. I mean it's it can drag a little bit sometimes but you know the background music for example like keeps going. It's like a techno trance typey Type of music, which is kind of strange for a horror game, but I guess it's the anime ness that's imported in there.
0: How how long would you say that uh that whole game was about?
1: Uh, anywhere between eight and ten hours.
0: Oh, that is way longer than I thought it would be. Yeah,
1: huh? Yeah, because um, so five chapters total. I covered this briefly the last time too, but each one takes about an hour to an hour and a half, two hours to complete, depending on how much of the dialogue you actually want to listen to. Okay. You can just skip through dialogue too and make it a lot quicker. And there are also like good endings and bad endings. So if you, okay, so the latest example, I was in chapter five and without any spoilers or anything, there was a decision I made fairly early on that affected the entire story and led me down the bad ending path, but it let me continue down that path. So I, I was about an hour and a half or maybe like an hour and 10 minutes in and I found out. Nope, sorry. Made a decision long, a long time ago. So I had to start start the whole you, chapter over.
0: Oh, like you had to start over? Yeah.
1: Oh. Because I got to a certain point where I saved after I made that after that thing happened.
0: Oh, okay.
1: And I couldn't go back to fix that. Yep. Thanks. It's yeah. It's the story is actually really good too. It's pretty complicated. A lot more, um, a lot more depth than I expected from this game. Um, yeah, if you like horror games and this top-down RPG-type gameplay, then it's, it's pretty good. Actually, it's more like a visual novel and added
0: some gameplay to it. But, yeah, okay. it's a good game. If I get, if I get a Vita, I'm going to get so many of these kind of games, you know, just like visual novels, I guess. But why Are you I, going to right? get a Vita soon? I don't know. I just got the That's new mic. One. I kind of want to buy a boom mic stand. I got some oh, other really? priorities down the pipe. And then, you know, like... Once games start dropping in August and we'll be spending <laughs> <In> money <games>. and <laughs> boom mic as in one that's hanging. So you know like it, it's just it would be, like like it would be a mic or... stand and then it has like an arm so I can like move the mic in front of me without it being on the desk. Oh, okay. Yeah that, that's good. Especially the yeah. keyboard
1: inputs in the going through the table. Yeah. So yeah that'd be pretty good.
0: That's what I need. Yeah, so that's what <laughs> that's what my priority is right now. What else have you been up to?
1: I've also been playing uh, Fire Emblem Fates. So this is the very first Fire Emblem game I've ever played. Uh, I never thought I'd really get into it, but my friend said, hey, you want this game? I said, like, sure, I'll take the game. What console is it for? A 3DS. 3DS, got it. And I'm, I'm pretty hooked. <laughs> Fire Emblem games are pretty fun. Um, so there's two or three modes. Yeah, three modes. Um, there's the normal mode, which is, well, I guess there's, there's a normal mode, And there's the true mode according to fans. So normal mode is just tactic gameplay, you know, yada, yada. Then the hard mode, which is considered the, the only mode you can play or true mode is where your character is at permadeath. So you build this whole party and they, they die if you don't play very right. So (laughs) I chose that because my friend made a recommendation like, Hey, this is considered the, the way to play it. Why don't you try it out? It's like, okay. And, uh, i ended up resetting the game so many times just because a character i like died that's
0: not the point of a pyramid <laughs> i know i know
1: but it k- keeps me from you know just being very you know um let's say what's the word frivolous towards these characters yeah so it's uh i'm a lot more careful because i don't want to restart the game again <laughs> but there was one time where a guy i didn't care about died and i was just like yeah whatever I don't need that guy.
0: I'm do that on, with everybody.
1: You should, but I really like that character.
0: And then you get to the point where, like on my XCOM game, I was like, well, I'm going to put Desiree all the way to the back so she doesn't die. <laughs> Sorry, Chris. Uh, I'm going to need you to go see if there's any aliens in that room. Dang!
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, it's, uh, which one i am playing? Fates on 3DS. So it's kind of like a samurai ninja japan vibe that's going on
0: that's not the newest one is it um you know i'm not sure i think the newest one is called awakening maybe or is it the same game possibly i am not sure fates fates 3ds uh 2015 It's newish
1: yeah newish
0: yeah yeah so this is yeah this is the newest one
1: cool okay yeah yeah the story is
0: actually pretty decent as well so I think what you do is you get this, you beat it. Wait, which do you have birthright or conquest, or do you have the whole thing? Um, I have birthright. Okay. Then conquest is a different style of game taking place from a different character's perspective. Like yeah, in so, the war. So yeah, yeah. That was
1: it really confused me at first because I was playing the game and so tell me, may hey, choose a side. I want to go this way or this way, and I can. I only had one option. I was like, oh, that's kind of strange. Why are you even give an option in the first place? But then I realized there's another game that tells that side of the story. So I might play that next. But I don't know. It's kind of weird because as I'm playing on this side, I'm getting more attached to it. And I don't know if I want to fight them. now
0: Are you the Are you the rebellion or are you the uh, kingdom? I think that's how it was, right? Um,
1: I'm not entirely sure. There's the the Western knights and there's the samurais,
0: and I'm on the samurai side. Oh, okay. I'm not sure which what they're considered. I think the knights are the uh like the I don't know. I think the knights would be like the whatever I said side. Why can't I remember what word I just said?
1: The kingdom. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. I guess from the knight side perspective, they're um the samurais are more rebels. I guess.
0: Yeah, that's probably what it is. Yeah, it's it's kind of a weird relationship. I don't want
1: to spoil anything, so I won't say anything. But okay. yeah,
0: <laughs> I, I I've. Read right into it because I mean I've always been interested in Fire Emblem games. I just don't really have the console I can play it on. I don't. There has to be one for the DS. I to look into Yeah, that I'm pretty there. sure
1: they are, and I'm sure you can buy some on uh, the Wii U when you get that. They have them on the Wii U. Um, probably like virtual console version. Oh, uh, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. You have. You said yeah I Haven't played any right? Any Fire Emblem games?
0: No, I've never. I've never played one, and I downloaded like the free to play one on phones and. Like eh, I kind of just want to play Final Fantasy. So <laughs> When I need I guess that kind of game, I just go back to Final Fantasy. Because like at this point, I have everybody like max level, so all I have to do is like grind for the best equipment in the game, and I don't feel mm. like doing that. So every now and then, I pick it up just to be like, oh, did, did they add any uh, cool characters in? Nope. Alright, I'm out. <laughs> yeah, since you like XCOM-type games, I'd recommend this one. Yeah, I know. It's, it's something I've always wanted to get into, but maybe I'll look and see if I can pick one up. Anything else on Fire Emblem? Nope. Good game. Yeah. I, I'm sure it is. I've heard good things about it. All right. So I've got three plays of the week. I'll start off with a Slime Rancher. Have you ever heard of this? I have, yeah. Yeah. So Slime Rancher is you get plopped onto this farm and then there's slimes all around, like you know, like those Japanese RPG dungeon type slimes. You collect them and then you can take them back to your farm, put them in, ca- in uh, fences, not cages, fences and then feed them food and then they shoot out plort which is like slime poop sell that to buy equipment and stuff like that and then you know it's just that cycle but the biggest i guess draw of the game is your uh exploration so it's like oh i got a jetpack now i wonder if i could jump over this hill oh no it's a completely different area with different types of slimes and so you just as i'm playing it there's just this constant sense of I've never seen that before. Let me go see if I can get up there, kind of stuff. And I thought I'd play this for like five minutes and put it down, but I've put at least an hour into it. And I, whenever I get the chance, I'm like playing it because it's it's pretty addicting. So it's kind of like a farming sim, almost, right? I I wouldn't say that because you could just like feed. You're not like you just keep them in your in your uh, farm just so you have easy access to them. But you could just like feed them out in the wild, and then pick up their plort and take it back to the base. It just makes it easier if they're at your house. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's, it's mostly just an exploration de- game. You're just collecting the slimes to build better equipment and um, getting more money and stuff like that. Yeah, you have right. to pay to upgrade or pay to go to like, new locations, so I'm still like, in the first area. Is there some kind of story to the game? Mm, there might be. <laughs> I, uh, I'm, I think... You got, a, you got a letter that was like, in, like um I guess, welcoming you to the farm or whatever, and I was just like, I'm going to play this for like five minutes, so I'm like not even going to read any of this stuff, and then I <laughs> kept playing it. I just wanted to check it out because it looked cool, and and turns out it's really fun too. So okay. I don't, there's probably, there's, yeah, there's a story. There's like little notes around like, hey, I used to be the owner of this farm and stuff like that, but I haven't gotten into anything too deep right now, I'm just kind of getting money so i can get better equipment so that i can go into the because most of the slimes that i've seen so far are docile but then there's like Mm. a cave that i want to go into but there's like a bunch of mega slimes in there that are aggressive and i can't get through because they try and kill me so i'm just trying to get to a point where i can see what's inside that cave because i'm sure there's some sweet loot and there's some kind of combat system in the game too Mm, so the combat system as far as i know is just don't get hit (laughs) <laughs> oh okay i'll take that back there's tar which will corrupt a slime and that that slime turns into a tar and then can corrupt more slime and it creates this very like virusy type effect and you fight those using water okay water like so, a... as far as as far as regular slimes like those aggressive slimes i don't know if you can fight them so, so uh, to, to fight them on. with water is it kind of like mario sunshine where you have like oh moves? my god i completely forgot yes you <laughs> you have a vacuum <laughs> And that's how you you can uh, suck up slimes and stuff like that using the vacuum or suck up plants. You can hold them in your backpack and then you can eventually upgrade to where you can collect water and then you can use that water to shoot. And then, you you know, you vacuum up to stuff like that. And then you can, like, take aggressive slimes that you don't want to deal with and you can just, like, pretty much shoot them like a cannon using the vacuum all the way across the map. Like, I've shot a few into the water. Those tars will die instantly if you throw them in the water. So... Yeah, completely yeah, there's a vacuum. That's the most important part. Then you can collect like 30 slimes in your backpack and then just shoot them all out at once and it's awesome. Into oh. your cages, into your fences, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's slime rancher. I definitely suggest picking up. I think I picked it up in the ne- in the latest Humble Bundle. Uh, yeah, I think it was in a Humble Bundle. I picked it up. The next game I played is also from a Humble Bundle. It's called Event 0. Have you ever heard of this, Chris? I have not, no. So Event 0 is like You are a spaceman that got into his escape pod and you're escaping through space and eventually you well, you lose contact with everybody else who escaped from the ship. And then eventually you find a ship and you try and hail it and it lets you in and there's an AI in the thing, but everybody else is gone. So you're like trying to figure out a way to get contact with all your people or try and like get home. I only played like thirty minutes of it, so I didn't get like too deep into it. But Mm -hmm. I wanted to bring it up because I'd heard about this game before, completely forgot the name of it until I started playing it again. So in event zero, the main gameplay aspect is communicating with the AI. You don't, as far as I know, you don't, you don't you can't like open anything. You can't like attack anything. You have to talk to the AI. So you are literally typing into a keyboard and talking to the AI. So it's like, Hey, open up. Or I want to say, Hey, I'd say open door 17 and be like, okay, open do- opening door 17. And then we're like, Oh what is the purpose of the ship? And it'll like answer. And it's like, you know, the AI is actually answering your questions. And so far it's been pretty accurate whenever I try and ask questions. I don't know if it's because I'm asking questions in a way that the AI can understand, but I haven't had any issues with it not answering my questions. You were literally free flowing on the on the keyboard.
1: That's cool. Okay.
0: And so like one time I was like, hey, open up the kitchen. And it was like, oh no, you can't go in there yet. I got to clean it up. <laughs> like, Well, open the kitchen. Okay, but I'm still cleaning up and you like go in and like the AI is taking control of all the things in the kitchen. it's like rearranging everything and that's pretty cool. it's real it's it's pretty cool. I, I want to spend more time with it, but uh I have other things on my plate right now that I'm trying to play through first. So are you
1: just running a ship or are you trying to get somewhere or what what's going on?
0: So you, you were in an escape pod, you land on the ship and now you're trying to like communicate with the people that escaped from the ship with you before. And this is a completely different ship that you just found. We'll okay. also kind of figure out what happened to the people on board that ship. Mm. So I, I assume that's the main gameplay loop right now. My priority is to like destroy the hyper space jiggers in the bridge or something like that. So it's like, oh, we can't access the bridge. So I need you to um, add your retina scan to our retina scanner. And then it like there's notes around from the people who were here before that are like, oh, open up location, like folder L3 passwords, this. And so you're like typing in an almost DOS-like manner, trying to, like, get into these folders. Hmm. I don't know how much coding is actually involved with it, but, you know, like, I don't know. Like, you're ta- you're typing into what looks like a DOS prompt. That's pretty awesome. Cool. Keyboard-based gameplay. That mm-hmm. is pretty cool. I mean, you, move you can walk around and all that stuff, but, like, you can't just, like, open a door. You have to, like, ask to open the door. Or, like, at one point, I was like, hey, turn on the vacuum. And it tried to turn on the vacuum, and the vacuum was, like, broken. No. Or vacuum or something. But... So is it yes. pretty stress free, just kind of explore Ted game? Well, I'm pretty sure the AI is going to be malicious. I can kind of already sense that from like <laughs> how things are. I don't know if it gets scary, but I know at some point I'm going to start getting an argument to the AI to get stuff done, or have to like solve puzzles around beating the AI. That's definitely the vibe I'm getting so far.
1: Okay, kind of like a Wally situation.
0: Yeah, I could, yeah I can definitely see it like that. Hmm. But I don't know, a creepy space or not a creepy, but like an empty spaceship. Lots of uh, wires, f- you know, frayed wires everywhere. It just it has a very creepy vibe. Okay, I don't know, but it actually is creepy. And then the last game I played this week is one that's gotten all my attention outside of Smite is Little Nightmares. So this is a Little Nightmares. This is a n- game that just came out Friday, and you're playing as a little girl named Six, who's literally like, who's like the size of a mouse, and you're trying to navigate your. You're tr- I think you're trying to escape. From this ship which processes people of your size you're like trying to solve these puzzles to get around these giant dudes that are trying to catch you so they can do whatever they do with you so like your your mouse size compared to them so like I guess it's not that big of a spoiler because it's like the first person you meet the first guy you meet doesn't have any vision he uses a sense of hearing so it's, like as long as you're walking on the carpet you're fine but if you t- walk off the carpet he'll hear you and he'll start chasing you down and so part of it's like, okay, so I'm going to throw this thing to make noise over here and then, like, run for it and try and get to the door before mm. he gets me. Because as soon as I get off that carpet, he's going to hear me. There's a lot of those kind of moments so far. And it's it's really, that game is scary, man. Like, there are some moments that I was just like, oh, my God. It's <laughs> like, I mean, they're huge. And um, they almost look like, they kind of look like Nightmare Before Christmas characters is the vibe I was kind of getting from okay. them. Maybe a little bit grosser. But I'm definitely mm. getting, like, that kind of sense out of the character design and all that stuff. So, that's what got my attention because I really like that Tim Burton type stuff. And so, I don't know, man. Oh, it's also, like, 2D platformer. That's the gameplay of it.
1: It's kind of like a Limbo, right? In, in a sense, that side-scroller.
0: Yeah, it, it's it's like, yeah, Limbo or a little big planet kind of feeling. But there's a little bit more 3D. Like, you can move in and out of the space. It's not straight up 2D. Okay. like... It, it's almost ice is- it's not isometric it's like if you're too deep but you shift it up like maybe 40 degrees so you can move in the room but you're looking from that side perspective so that mm. fourth wall that's you know the wall you're on you don't interact with at it all it's just the other three walls so it's very so it looks kind of like a play okay but those those uh those enemies man like this one and then there's the, sh- the next one's a chef that i'm gonna be playing through soon remember it's like me three yeah oh my god dude those character designs guy. are so yeah. crazy it's yeah i actually played a little bit of it and like <laughs> he can see he can definitely see because i was running and i was like oh, i'm gonna run underneath <laughs> this cabinet and then i don't know i guess he just stood there maybe he can't like reach underneath to grab me but yeah like, that game looks really good the gameplay of it is really good the puzzles are really good and i don't know if you saw this but like <clears throat> a long time ago Egoraptor had like released a video that was like, here's why Mega Man X is, like, the best video game ever. And he was talking about the the beginning of the the very first level, the tutorial level, in which the game never told you anything directly, but told you through the gameplay that, you know, this is the way you're going to play. So it's like, there's not, like, for example, he says that, like, there, there's a wall on the left, and there's nothing on the right. So it's like, oh, okay, I know I have to move right to continue, kind of stuff. And you keep walking, and then you reach a Block that's blocking you from walking. So it's like, oh, okay, I have to jump over this block. Little Nightmares does that in a really, also does that in a way similar to that, where it's like, oh, you gotta, you're gonna have to jump over this, but you gotta like learn how to jump. It doesn't give you any prompts unless you take too long doing it, but it lets you try and explore the buttons first, or like, oh, I can't see anything right now. Let me press buttons. Oh, I have a lighter. And then you're, you just happen to be standing next to a lantern. And so you light the lantern and then it gives a little save message. You're like, okay. So, if I like these lanterns, it's like a save point for me kind of stuff. Okay. But, so, there's cool. a lot of that. And so, it doesn't explicitly say it, like I said, unless you take too long doing it. But there's this very, I'm just going to explore buttons until I figure out something. Mm. And uh, it's it's been really very old cool. school. Yeah. Which is, I, I love that. You know, like, I don't know, like, oh, my God. Like, Kingdom Hearts, Assassin's Creed have these, like, hours long tutorial. And you're just like, oh, my God, just <laughs> let me get into yeah. it. <laughs> little Uninners throws you right into it. But fairly That's cool. you know. Yeah. Or like in the section, you know, you're walking on carpet and then you're walking behind the guy and he doesn't turn around. But as soon as you walk off that carpet, he starts like sniffing the air for whatever reason. And then he turns around and you're like, oh my God. So you run back onto the carpet and then he loses you. You're like, oh, okay. So as long as I'm on the carpet, I'm safe.
1: That's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah and hearing you explain it, it reminds me of... um. Like Jack and the Beanstalk, like Jack running around the kitchen with the giants looking for him.
0: Yeah, I, I can yeah. definitely see that. It's not, not not quite the same size difference. But right. there's definitely that feeling of, oh my god, I gotta run around these things. And there's another cool moment where you're like you're trying to escape from an area and that path you are walking just so happens to have a bunch of things that are gonna fall off the shelf you're walking on and make a lot of noise. This very cool moment of just running across and all these things are like falling behind you and you're getting chased and it's just like it's very intense. It's very cool. I really like that game. So yeah, little nightmares, I would definitely recommend uh, you checking it out. Yeah, it's in my it's in my library
1: right now. I have to make room in my hard drive and install it. But yeah, I think what I have to actually beat before I do that. I have to beat Assassin's Creed Unity. No, just get get rid of that game. It's actually pretty good. Nah. How far after all are you? the after all the fixes? I think I'm about a little over halfway done.
0: Okay, did you actually finish it? I got like three quarters of the way through, and then I was like, you know, I'm not having fun with this. I'm gonna put this down and pick it up again later, and then never. I tried picking it up a few times and got like two minutes in the mission. I was like, oh, that's why I stopped playing this, and then I just turned it off. Yeah, I just, I just need to um, just not worry about any of the side quests and just go right for the story. That's probably the best way to do it. In fact, what game was I just looking at? There's a game I was just looking at a video for, and it's like, man, I hope they have an easy mode, because I don't feel like playing this for real. What (laughs) game was it? You know, like, I just want to play the game for the story. I don't necessarily want to play the game for the game. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, I don't know, maybe as I'm getting older and busier, like, the thought of, you know, smashing my head against the screen, trying to figure out how to get through an area without dying doesn't appeal to me as much as it did before. Now I'm kind of looking for experiences like little nightmares where I'm getting these really cool moments, but it's not so hard that I'm constantly resetting.
1: Yeah, I definitely stopped trying 100% games because I don't have the time and have too many things to do, <laughs> too many games to play. and Like Assassin's Creed, I, I spent, I know like about 100 hours in Assassin's Creed 2 or like at least the Ezio series. Yeah. trying to 100% all those games and
0: I don't think I can do that anymore. I believe I got 100%. Very close to 100% in Black Flag. No, oh, really? That game was that game was awesome. I should never finish that game. My favorite Assassin's Creed. Even though I see my favorite character. That Black Flag was just so good. Uh all right. Well, before we get too far off tangent, I think we should get into the news. All right. the news the news so it's been kind of weak sauce for news lately just because e3 is like right around the corner so companies are trying to keep their secrets close to the chest until you know they can release it on their terms so that's kind of why we didn't do a podcast last week Is i was like ah, there's not enough news for me to really want to do a podcast this week but we'll see i gotta get i don't know we could just like i guess bs our way through it but anyways. So one of the things that did happen last week that I wanted to talk about was a new Call of Duty has been revealed and it is Call of Duty World War II. Um, It's Sledgehammer Games, which is the last game they made was Advanced Warfare, which is my favorite Call of Duty. So I'm really, really excited for this game from them. So the details so far is you'll be playing single player in the European theater. They'll be starting off like going through the beaches in Normandy and doing all those kind of things. You know, your typical World War II missions. And... Yes, I'm totally ready for a current gen storming Normandy. that's oh, yeah, awesome. I love that level in Call of Duty Two. Yeah. Is that the one where you're climbing up the cliff too?
1: Um, I don't think you wait, yes. I think you did, yeah.
0: Nice. Uh, I remember yeah, I definitely remember that one. Ships
1: landed and you storm the beach and get up the hill, hit those checkpoints that are gunning everyone down. Yeah, that's that's a
0: Yeah. And then yeah, and I've i I prefer them going back to the World War Two setting as opposed to keep going with the future stuff. because like Advanced Warfare was probably like the limit for me because like it's just close enough where it's you know it's stuff I recognize, but like once you start getting into robots and all these future weapons, I'm like eh. yeah,
1: yeah, some might as well play
0: Halo or something. Yeah, I looked at Infinite Warfare's trailer and I was like, yeah, I could probably skip this year too. And even Black Ops Three was like, yeah, I don't really want to get into that. Quarter two though, I'm so excited. Yep. So So um they'll have a multiplayer beta in june if you go to e3 you'll be able to play it there and that'll be available to the public if you get in with a public pass but if you pre-order then you can get access to the beta and playstation i mean sony has the has like the priority rights so the beta will come first to playstation and then to other consoles i assume pc i assume it'll be on pc too the most interesting news out of all this is that there will be a zombies mode, and this zombies mode will be a co-op campaign. I'm really interested in seeing what that's, that's about. That's pretty cool. Especially, oh man, if they flesh out what has already been done by Treyarch with like all the time warping stuff, this could potentially be really awesome. So what do you think, Chris? Are you going to get World War II? I think so. Um, I
1: was pretty much burned out from Call of Duty for a while, mainly because I got tired of the whole futuristic thing. I just didn't really find it too interesting. And going back to this era, the World War II area, I think kind of sparks an interest to in me again because I really enjoy the first of all the settings that they're not like concrete; it's like actually going through the wilderness, uh, actual battlefields that seem like battlefields of the old days, and like the old weapons, like Car ninety eight. I can't wait to use that again. What a great you know, Mosin Nagant, Mosin Nagant, another really good Springfield weapon. Springfield, and you know all the classic weapons,
0: Tommy guns, because.
1: Yeah, World War or Call of Duty World World at War was probably the last one I actually enjoyed fully. Really? Yeah. Well, I did like um Black Advance Ops for two. That was really good. And Black Ops, I don't think I played the first one. I played the second one. Uh, the second or the one was third okay. one. I don't remember which one it was, but I remember it being absolute garbage. Yeah, and that, I think from that... that point because there's such there's
0: such low quality that I was like oh, okay, I'm done with Call of Duty for now. Dang! Shots fired. Um, Yeah, I remember returning Black Ops two after like a month of having it It because like yeah, this or not returning it, but like uh, reselling it or selling it because I was just like, yeah, I'm not not feeling this. I even pre ordered it and got like the coins and stuff. I still have the coins around. Yeah, (laughs) that's like all I got. (laughs) That's the biggest value I got out of that. Yeah,
1: and just the (laughs) the story mode, the graphics. First of all, were really sketchy. There's glitchy and just So, so like low bar. Like, there was a scene where there was a boat on the river, and I made it explode my RPG or whatever it was. And when it started sinking, you know, you usually have, like, water effects and all that. It just literally lowered into the water without anything happening. (laughs) Some, like, very bad-looking explosions, and it was bad. (laughs) So Awesome. I'm ready for a more of an olden era shooter again.
0: Yeah, and... I'm glad they're going to World War II because if they went to World War 1, I, I would have been just completely out, because World War 1 is not an interesting war for me, mechanically, and I feel like it treads into that war that weird water that, like, Infinite Warfare and Black Ops 3 did, where it's like, here's some real-world weapons, here's some, like, experimental weapons they were working with at the time, it's like, no, I just I want the real weapons, just give me World War 2, give me those same weapons, We've it's been a long time since we've had a good World War 2 game, I think it's time to bring it back.
1: Yeah. And hopefully, if they continue to pump out sequels, they'll just stay in World War II and just use the different campaigns, move across the oh. country or in the world.
0: So, uh, what would you call the sequel to Call of Duty: World War II? <laughs> That's my biggest complaint. Ooh, maybe World call War II, World two. War
1: II Pacific Theater, or something. Like that. Oh, maybe
2: World War I guess II, I II? That. World, world War, War II Squared. Two. <laughs> <I don't laughs> world War <know>.
0: Squared. <laughs> Oh, I do have to say, my uh, wife, who is a mega Call of Duty fan, as in that is literally the only game she plays, <laughs> is going to be disappointed if there's no Horde mode because she likes the Horde mode because it's just like thoughtless. You you know you don't have to you just kill zombies, but if we have to do a campaign where it's like, oh, get to the boat kind of stuff, and uh, she's not going to be down for that. Yeah. But so hopefully uh,
1: they have Horde mode as well. Yeah, hopefully. I mean, the campaign will be pretty cool though. I'm not sure if it's going to be a full-blown game ish or if it's going to be like not zombie army but
0: i think either way it'd be really cool as long as i mean as long as i think it needs a story but yeah we'll see i'm excited i'll definitely check out the beta maybe i'll just pre-order just get to the beta and see if i'll keep that beta or not pre-order because i think
1: cancel if it's not that great
0: yeah and that'll probably be what i end up doing xbox you can uh refund purchases and also oh, you right, can yeah. cancel your pre-orders for Microsoft points or whatever. So I'm sure I'll be playing other games. So it wouldn't, I guess, it'd be the end of the world if I had mm-hmm. to. So, and yeah, whatever. Anyways, our next story is Nintendo has officially stopped making NES classics. Which is crazy. Which is crazy because um, I still haven't seen them in stores. <laughs> My dad would love one <laughs> of these because these are the era of games that he wants to play. But yeah, so they're canceling it. Nintendo said this was always supposed to be like a short-term project, only for the holiday season, so this is just time for them to stop that. Most likely this is so that they can like get the Nintendo Switch demand uh completed, because uh those are I still have not seen those in stores yet <laughs> either. I'm not, no. So I'm sure I'm assuming that this is to like boost their Nintendo Switch product so they can get them out to people because people want them and they just don't have them. But I saw some rumors circulating that. They could also be release, planning to release an NES Classic this year. And that, that would be why they stopped the NES Classic. That I would be interested in. Because
1: uh, for NES, I think besides Mario Kart, uh, not Mario Kart, uh, Super Mario, and what else do they have on that game? I don't, I don't remember. I don't know that either. Anything worth playing? <laughs> they have like a, you know, the bike game and you know, the track field stuff. But not too interested in that. But SNES has, has a whole bunch of good games on the console, so I think I may get it if it's kind of the same quality as the first one that came out. Because if they have, what was it, like 80 games or something that's available? I thought it
0: was 30 for 60 bucks. Is it 30? <laughs> okay. I thought so.
1: Well, even if it's 30, yes, 30 SNES games, it would be pretty a pretty
0: good deal. It, what would be your three games that absolutely need to be on it?
1: Uh, Kirby Super Deluxe. Oh, that's a good one. Um, Oh, what was it Super Mario 3?
0: Yep, that's a good one too. And probably a Mega Mega Man of some sorts. I don't remember which ones were on that console. Was that, no, X was PlayStation, 1? <laughs> not it? Maybe. I mean, come on. You, you need Super Mario World. That needs to be on there. Super Mario World? Yeah, that's my favorite one. Or, um,
1: I always got Yoshi Island. That was a good one too.
0: I didn't like that as much. Uh, I don't know. Maybe it's, I don't know. That needs it's, to be on there. Throw a bunch of RPGs in there too, and oh, you know, have definitely. a lot of good
1: gameplay would that right game time
0: would that be that'd be that'd be final fantasy like four and five right and six
1: yeah like one through six
0: yeah well i know some of them were in the nes um you would also need wait so what, i said that you would need link to the past on there
1: and true yeah link to the past um one of the best castlevania metroid
0: metroid i was just looking through this list of snes games <laughs> street fighter two <II.
1: laughs> street fighter
0: uh oh donkey Kong country Oh, that, quest. that's a great! One. That's a good one. That's, Mega Man X, yep, that's on SNES from the Trigger. Great game. I've heard. They tell you I beat that game. Yeah. Did you get
1: like the true ending or whatever? I got ending one, which is the you know what you're supposed to get. There, there's a whole bunch of endings, but the endings are not really decision based. They're more of a beat the final boss at this point in the game versus when you're supposed to at the very end or something like that. Oh. So, there's one that seems absolutely impossible. I guess maybe if you're in like New Game Plus or something, it'll be fine. But at the very beginning of the game, when you actually start kicking off the story, you have an option of fighting the final boss. Really? Yeah. He will one hit you, oh, you- <laughs> at the very beginning of the game. So, I'm pretty sure it's that. just New Game Plus.
0: Okay. That makes sense then.
1: All right. Well, yeah.
0: So, that, that's our choices for the SNES. I don't think if there's any others that were like niche ones that I really enjoyed as a kid, but oh, Mario Kart! I don't, mm. I don't know. We mentioned Mario Kart. Yeah,
1: I played Mario Kart on the SNES, and I oh, don't know. It's kind of funky. It's uh really difficult to drive.
0: Oh, I know. I'm just saying that. Like that'd be like. But I definitely. I remember playing that a lot with my dad. So like that'd be a game that I would put on there. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so NES SNES classic canceled. So um, get on eBay before those start hiking up in price. <laughs> that'd be my recommendation. I don't know, i'll just get i'll just get my dad an atari there's like atari. millions of those <clears throat> so funnily enough um i actually, i saw that dark siders 3 was accidentally leaked <laughs> on amazon i believe it was mm-hmm. and so they just released the trailer for it. <laughs> here's the reveal trailer so in dark siders 3 and the dark siders series you're essentially like the horseman of the apocalypse and you're trying to stop the apocalypse really something like that because like hmm. So there's an event that triggers the release of the horsemen, and they come to Earth, and then it's like angels versus hell kind of stuff, and you're trying to beat everybody up because nobody's listening. It's been a while since I played these games. I beat the first one. I started the second one, and the uh, uh, this is this sucks, but um, Dark Souls has ruined every other action RPG for me. <laughs> so unless it's like Devil May Cry quality or like near Automata quality, I won't even touch it. So like I. Played a little bit of it. I was like, oh, this doesn't this just doesn't feel as good as this other games I've been playing <laughs> that were made recently. But the first one you play is war, and then the second one you play is death, and then this one, apparently the seven deadly sins have been released, and you're gonna play this Fury, and you're gonna try and stop the sins. Nice. And then Fury has a whip weapon, and she looks cool. And I don't know what happened to Death, because he was not in that trailer. War was.
1: Was he the guy that was
0: chained up? Yeah, War's the guy that was chained Mm up. And the reason... Okay, so, War gets chained up, because they think, or whatever, the gods or whatever, think he's the one who kickstarted the apocalypse. He didn't. It was the angels, because the angels wanted to do stuff. Oh, sorry. Spoilers. The angels did it. So, more
1: spoilers. Stop listening for, like, ten seconds. For Supernatural.
0: Okay, so stop... (laughs) Listening like twenty seconds ago. Wait, what are you talking? About? Oh, angels. Basically, what happened in Supernatural? Am I confusing the two? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. Maybe I'm confusing the two. So, War's chained up, and then the first game, I think he convinces them to let him go fix it. So he goes off and does it. But in the second game, which is kind of a what do they call them? The sideways story, a parallel story. War gets locked up. Death gets mad. So he goes to see if he can fix the apocalypse. And then I think war gets released at the same time, like during your gameplay and you can like play around each other. So I did not finish two. (laughs) So I don't know if war gets locked up again or if this is like, oh, well, there's a third person who's going to go out there and try and save the world or whatever. So, but it looks cool. And if you like Zelda, then you'll probably like Darksiders because it definitely has that feel to it where you're. You're gonna beat a dungeon or area or whatever. You unlock a weapon, then you can kind of backtrack into other areas and check things out. So, so would you Star say story. it's like a
1: Dark Souls light.
0: That's and that's definitely why I tried playing it again. Well, it's 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 more looty than Dark Souls is. Mm. Like you know, you can upgrade your abilities. So it's kind of like Dark Souls, Zelda, and Devil May Cry all mixed together. You're building upgrades to your character, but you're also like there's this big focus on, especially the second one, on exploring and stuff because that one's an open world but then it's it's puzzle and action like a zelda would be okay i think dark souls just got that formula down pat in my opinion so it's like any game that's too similar to it can't can't cut with it man are you uh interested in this at all um
1: i haven't played the first two so i probably won't
0: okay well sounds good all right <laughs> speaking of zelda and stuff
1: all right, so yeah, so uh, Zelda, or Nintendo has confirmed that Zelda will be receiving some DLC. Um, it's going to be a one-package deal, multiple um, content additions, but okay. it's going to be twenty dollars for everything. So the one thing they're going to add is a hard mode. So you're going to have stronger enemies, some which aren't even in the original game. So uh, enemy upgrade, and they're also going to have a slow health regen during fights. So you're going to be harder to kill. Interesting. Yeah, so if you do a lot of damage to one, then get swarmed by some more enemies and you concentrate on them, the other guy might heal in the time he comes back. Also, it's going to be a lot harder to sneak now, because their detection capabilities are going to be increased. So that's hard mode if you want, like a hardcore Zelda, I guess, if you want. (laughs) Don't want to go Dark Souls, but just want to have a challenge.
0: Yeah, I know this game doesn't have the difficulty of Dark Souls, but I've heard that it does have things like... Oh, you're going to walk in this area and get absolutely destroyed because you are not ready for this area kind of stuff. So interesting seeing this with a difficulty spike. All right. And there's also
1: going to be something called Master Trials, which is going to to have a couple of things in there. But the first uh, addition is a footstep tracker on your map. So for the first 200 hours, you're going to have like a yellow outline tracking wherever you want to on the map. I'm not sure what the purpose of this is. I don't know if it... Maybe it's for exploration or content collection, stuff like that. Because I know you look for, like, Koroks or whatever they're called throughout the map, so maybe this helps you narrow down where you haven't been to look for them. Which, uh, on the note, you're going to also get a Korok mask, which allows you to find them easier. And there's going to be a... uh, What was it called? I forgot what it was called. I think it was, like, I think it's called Master Trials, actually. Sorry. It used to be called, like, Cave Trials or something like that. But basically, they put you in a room without any armor or weapons. And it's going to be full of enemies. And you kill them and move on to the next area. Total 45 rooms. And once you complete everything, you get a Master Sword upgrade, which is, quote, unquote, true power of the Master Sword will awaken. Whatever that means. (laughs) I haven't played the game, so I'm not
0: sure. Maybe maybe it removes durability. I I don't know. Is there
1: durability in this?
0: Well, there's durability on weapons in general. I was making a joke. I don't know. I feel like Master Sword should not have any durability issues because... You would think, yeah. You would, th- you would think. Because, I, I, I don't know, like most of the games, it's like just in the forest. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. So, we'll see. about
0: well, like, maybe it's like uh, a... Laser, like <laughs> laser beams.
1: Laser beams. Kind of like the first Zelda.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: could be. Could be. Like a giant throwback.
0: I'm trying to think if any of the other Zelda games had that. I think Link of the Past had something like that. Um, I don't think any 3D one did, though.
1: Uh, what am I thinking of? Like, the Fierce Deity and Majora's Mask, maybe? Oh, I, that kind I of never, ability.
0: I never got that far, so I don't know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> hey, you need not play that one. It's a really good one.
0: Well, uh, yeah. I mean,
1: it's basically uh, Orca in a time, but darker.
0: Well, I had the game. My cousin gave me the game, and then forgot to give me the expansion pack. <laughs> and then I just never had an expansion pack. Dang. And so I never got to play it, even though I had it. Uh, that sucks. I've tried to play cool. like, a few times on an emulation, and every time I've just like burnt out on it in a few hours, just because I don't know. It's I, I want to play new games, but I do want to. One day, one day I will finish
1: Majora's Mask. So I think what you need is the 3ds version, kind of more polished version that looks better, and it's a handheld, so it's a lot easier to play.
0: I would have to buy 3ds first, but yeah, yeah there you go. definitely be interesting.
1: Definitely recommend that game. Also, you, in this game, you'll be getting or in this DLC, you'll be getting new equipment. Uh, eight pieces of equipment that are inspired by previous characters in games. Uh, examples they gave were Minna, Tingle, Tingle, uh, Phantom, yeah, tingle. whoever that is, made from Phantom Hourglass or something. Not entirely fan sure.
0: F- fan favorite Tingle. Gotta love Tingle.
1: Tingle, Tingle, <laughs> <laughs> and Majora's. Uh, Mask.
0: All right, so I'm okay <laughs> with the Minna one. Twilight Princess is my favorite one so far. So I still need to finish that game. Let's see. Oh, it's so good. Though. Mm. Mm, tingle though mm. tingle mm. i never understood why he was in every single game i've never <laughs> liked him
1: He didn't smash can't get away from him oh yeah he's in smash <laughs> or and uh, last but not least the probably the biggest deal is you now have the option to choose language options thank goodness oh my goodness so, like, i do not like those english voices <laughs>
0: <laughs> this is perfect timing because my parents are uh getting rid of all their old game consoles and one of them happens to be a wii u so i'm gonna try and convince them to get me zelda do what they say yeah but um this definitely makes it easier because um i was gonna get it and be really excited to play it and then realize i couldn't change the voices and i would have been back Mm. to the store and returned it that same day well it's like i don't know like hey train hey train we even talked about it during when they announced this or showed off the trailer and it's like oh my god the english voice acting is terrible in for zelda yeah yeah for zelda last bit of news is just something i want to talk about shortly is that um uh david hance um allied as he's more commonly known a smite personality he was a pro player he became a coach for a little bit then he did some casting contract to cancer last year and seemingly at the end of his fight yeah hashtag allied strong you know this guy is uh someone that i've been a big fan of ever since i started playing smite like two years ago and you know uh tharts, our thoughts are with uh his family and his close loved ones and all that stuff because that sucks man That's you know, cancer he's like our age he's like 20, uh, he's 25 26 it that, that sucks yeah, I just, wanted to, just wanted to give a little shout out and i hope he uh he gets the rest easy, because I know it's... I'm pretty sure it's not been an easy couple of years for him. Yeah. And then, I don't know if you wanted to talk about this, since we're in the topic of Smite, but um, that console patch that they released today is completely broken. <laughs> it
1: is so bad. Like, oh, man. It's like... It's almost like a alpha game.
0: Like, alpha invite or something
1: like that. Like yeah. for, it's, well, last it's bad right now.
0: Last week's patch was perfect. I don't think I had any issues with last piece, last week's patch, except... It took so long to come out, and then they released this patch, and apparently, if you try and go into the in-game store, which is important, because that's how you play the game, is buying items to make your character stronger, if you go into the store, there's a chance that you'll get stuck in the store, and have to close the game out completely, mm-hmm. and then join back into the game, which is a lengthy process. So and enough time to fall back, and potentially tilt. And completely lose. Yep. So I don't know. They need to get better about these updates because I'm as a huge smite fan and a person who spent a not in unsubstantial amount of money in this game. Uh I'm mad. And I even, you know, had my little boycott of not buying Smite gems. And then they announced the patch today and I was like, ah, they're back on track. I'm gonna buy some gems. And then it's broken. (laughs) Nope.
1: (laughs) Yeah. So they release this. That's yeah. Yeah, it's I guess it sucks because you know, you exit the game and it takes like what, two minutes to get back in. This happens multiple times during the match. So it's you see people popping in and out whenever you're playing online. And you know
0: why that is Yeah, I mean like we played an assault match, and three people on the other team disconnected, and then like two people from ours disconnected, and it was just this back and forth. Like, there's, and they're gonna fix it by tomorrow, which is fine. It's just like, how on earth did you let this through with an issue like like that's a pretty substantial issue to yeah, have coming game out release. It is literally game breaking. They've turned off ranked, which sucks because I need to get the ranked games in. I don't know. That's it was my, that's my it was to the point where when
1: I was frozen in the store if i press like the a button it brings me to the xbox guide
0: i don't even know why yeah it was bad (laughs) oh smite oh smite one day i'll switch over to overwatch (laughs) one day
1: (laughs) one day all right so speaking
0: of overwatch i got some
1: uh unbox some loot chests
0: oh my god i forgot to play awakening or whatever it was called uprising uprising i forgot to play uprising uh, I'm it's, so mad. It's done, uh. I know. I'm <laughs> it's so mad because I forgot to play it. Dang. I even downloaded it on the Xbox on the off chance we would play it. but mm-hmm.
1: Well, you know, maybe it doesn't like Overwatch.
0: So that sucks. I wanted to play it and I didn't get a chance to. And we didn't even play Heroes of the Storm. So I'm not going to get that Diva skin, which looks cool.
1: I thought that was uh, later on.
0: I think it's this week.
1: Because there was the Reaper one or the Genji one that was first, right?
0: That was last week. Oh, really? Dang. Yeah. We can get them in chests, though, right? Eventually, but if you want them Eventually. now. Dang. This is not that big of a draw for me because I don't play Diva often. Yeah, me but, either, uh, yeah. actually, but it's a good-looking skin. It, it is really cool. If you uh, When you're boosting, the uh, sirens go off.
1: Really? <laughs> mm-hmm. That's cool.
0: All right. Well, we could talk about Overwatch some other time, but we have a lot of things to talk about because we have release dates and games with gold. Let's just start off with Xbox 360. We'll be getting Star Wars The Force Unleashed 2. And then later on the month, we'll get Lego Star Wars The Complete Saga. Are those ga- either of those games interest um, interesting? Interesting? Eh, eh. Yeah, me either. Okay, eh. Xbox One, Gianna Sisters, Twisted Dreams, Director's Cut, and Lara Croft and the Temple of Osiris. How about those two for you, Chris? I have both of those games. I, I also know. have both. Wait, do I? I think I have Temple of Osiris.
1: John Sisters I do enjoy, and I think that game plays a lot better on Console Anywhere or Controller, so I could definitely replay that one. It's an interesting game.
0: Okay, and yeah, I think we have Temple of Osiris, so we don't necessarily need those. On PS3, you'll be getting Blood Knights and Port Royale 3 Pirates and Merchants.
1: Port Royale 3? Huh.
0: Yeah, I actually never heard of any of those games. Yeah, so those are passable... <laughs> PS4 you can get Tales from the Borderlands and then later on in the month you'll be able to get Abzu. Abzu is a great game. Abzu I've great heard is a great game. And Tales from the Borderlands I've heard is the best one they've had in a while for the um, Telltale games. Okay. So, And then on PS Vita you get Laser Disco Defenders and Type colon Rider.
1: Type colon Rider.
0: That looks like I type wrote it wrong but I'm pretty writer. sure I wrote that right so we'll just roll with that. Right, so uh, there you go, Chris. Do you have, do you have PlayStation Plus? By the way, I don't. I don't play online, so. Okay.
1: Yeah, but uh, Laser Disco Defenders actually looks pretty good. Okay, what is it? It's like it's like a bullet right. hell. Um, so you know, <laughs> Lovers yeah, space time, whatever. Yes. You know how you're flying in through the caves. Yes. It's like those caves added with some bullet hell airplane game.
0: Okay. Alright, well those are the games with gold and PS plus games. Let's get into releases. We'll go through these real quick. I'll ask you and you just tell me how interested you are in it. Prey will be released on May fifth for PS four, PC and Xbox. This is a, you Prey like? too, right? This is I think it's called Prey.
1: Oh really. Oh,
0: another one of these.
1: It's <laughs> getting confusing. I think it's called Prey. Let me look. Hey, uh yeah, it's I mean <clears throat> <clears throat> Somewhat interested, but not too much. Um, looks like a good game, but I don't know. I'm just probably won't pick it up. And Injustice 2, never really got in those games. So the only fighting games I actually play are Tekken and like Marvel vs. Capcom, something like that. So
0: I saw that Marvel vs. Capcom's on sale this week. That'd be an interesting thought. Uh, really? Yeah, Justice 2 will be coming out on May 16th for Xbox One and PS4. I did not even realize that there's not a PSC version for this until I looked it up. That sucks because I like Injustice too, and I would have picked it up on PC hmm. eventually at ten dollars. <laughs> but I really enjoyed the first one, so I would recommend picking up the second one. Uh, Farpoint comes out for on May sixteenth for PSVR. This is that VR. Uh, this is that space sh- shooting game oh, that they okay. showed off at E three. Yeah,
1: well, I don't know PSVR, so yeah,
0: I can't say. <laughs> uh, the Surge comes out on May sixteenth. PS4, Xbox, and PC. And this is this is the Dark Souls like that says like robots and stuff.
1: Oh, okay, yeah, same uh, developers as what's the
2: game called? I can't remember.
0: Ooh, they made another action game that I liked. Oh, I'm sorry, uh, Lords, Lord of the Fallen. Lords of, the, yeah, Lord of the Fallen, Lord of the Fallen. Yep. So the same devs who did that are making a Dark Souls like. that's called the servers It's like like, like max and stuff. Oh. Yeah, uh, I'm not a big fan of the futuristic
1: theme, but it looks fun. It looked like it had potential,
0: so yeah, I'll, I'll keep my eye on that. Uh, on May 23rd, we have Mirage Arcane Warfare coming for PC. This is the chivalry sequel I've oh. been waiting so long for. Then this will kill... Uh, oh, geez. What was that game called?
1: The chivalry game that came to
0: consoles? For Honor? Uh, yeah, yeah, For Honor. I told you guys that I was way more interested in Mirage than I was for For Honor. <laughs> and look at that. Look, I was right. None of there us picked up For Honor. Yeah, it's,
1: I got burnt out with the U-Beta. I played like one too much game. It's like,
0: yeah, not not inches at all. <laughs> it's but, definitely um, not worth sixty. Yeah, but Mirage Arcane Warfare that looks exciting. It's like chivalry, but with magic as well. So I'll keep eye on that and see how it turns out. May twenty sixth, we have Friday the thirteenth. The game coming up for PC, PS four, and Xbox.
1: Do you know what kind of gameplay this has?
0: Uh, I think it's like that one game. Was it in, not, not until dawn? What is that game called? oh dead um, by sunrise or something like that dead by daylight daylight yeah. um so someone plays as freddy wait is it fred no it's not freddy jason jason <laughs> so someone plays as jason and then everybody else plays as like campers and you're running away from jason and you're also trying to hunt the campers so okay. that's what that is it's one of those kind of um asymmetrical multiplayer games i could see that being fun i could also see that being fun we'll see maybe we'll pick it up we'll see mm-hmm. Guilty Gear Xrd Rev 2 comes out on May 26th for PS3 and PS4. This is a revision of the Guilty Gear's Xrd Rev... Oh, I forgot what it's called. The Rev, the first one. So you can buy the upgrade for PS3, or you can buy the standalone for PS4. I'm
1: actually a fan of Guilty Gears as well. I remember playing this game at the arcades quite a bit. I never actually AJ, played actually. Guilty Gear. Yeah. So, I might be going up. Uh, Oh, wait, it's not on Xbox. Dang it. Yep. Can't play with other people. Nope. Mm. Not playing this game alone. <laughs>
0: well, okay, Chris, here's what you do. You get it for us on PS3, and then we can play it. <laughs> PS3. <laughs> uh, yeah.
1: I mean, to be fair, though, PS3 probably won't look too much different from the PS4 version.
0: Yeah, maybe some extra effects. Yeah. And then the last game that I have on my list is May 30th will be Star Trek Bridge Crew, which will be coming out to PSVR, the Oculus Rift, and the HTC Vive. This one actually looks kind of cool. I was kind of skeptical about it at first, but I think if you get a good group of people, you know, cause it's like a VR and you're each playing a different role on the bridge of a Star Trek ship, I think it'd be cool on a group. Yep. But we'll see. I'd have to see how it look because it didn't look particularly good <laughs> at, Um, When I was watching the E3 videos, so I don't know maybe it's more fun than it looks But I don't don't have any of those consoles, so I will not be picking it up All right, so that's our release list. Let's, Let's get into the quick daydream minute All right, so in the daydream minute, I'm gonna be talking about need for speed. Oh shoot. What was it called? Uh Need for Speed for VR, whatever it's called. So it's essentially need for speed for Daydream VR. So you have your headset on and you're sitting in the driver's seat and you can look look around and all that stuff. And then you use the daydream remote and then you like I guess tilt the, the remote left to right to uh turn and then the car the car damn I can't remember. I played this like last week. <laughs> So, anyways, yeah, so you're driving it, but it's not like a, a typical driving game, because uh, you don't accelerate, so you you have your button to, like, brake and all that stuff, and slide, and then you use the button to, like, slide, and use your boost and all that stuff. So there's it's just a constant acceleration, or pedal is always full press? Yeah, the pedal's always pressed, so then you would use the um, the button to, like, slow it down and all that stuff, and... Pretty, it's pretty neat like it's it's pretty cool to you know to to drive in v r you know like i that was something I didn't realize until my cousin had asked me do you have any racing games I was like you know what a racing game would probably be really cool I should check that out so I checked it out and that's called need for speed no limits v r
1: and you're in the actual driver's seat or is it like yeah, you're outside in the driver's view? seat okay
0: that's cool you were in the driver's seat and you were driving around and it's cool and also I got really dizzy from it. <laughs> <laughs> um because uh turns out that's uh i don't know i just i got dizzy from it so you can drive and while moving forward you can look around your car and look out the windows and stuff like that oh yeah that was something that was really cool it's like you know i'm driving my little vr car and then i just look right to see if there's anybody to the right you know like i don't have to like press the thumbstick or anything i just looked right nobody there so i know to drive forward but going that fast you know it's like you turn for a second you turn back and you're like in the wall (laughs) <laughs> so, it was kind of cool, and then that one also has like cops chasing you, like the classic Need for Speed games. So it definitely has those vibes, and I I can see some potential in it. It's just I don't know. I got really dizzy from it, and I don't usually get dizzy from VR games. And I wonder if it's because it's like it's it the game itself is moving you, and I'm not really in control of it. Like like I, I'm also started playing Sisters, which is a horror game, and you know you teleport around, and you're like walking through a mansion essentially. But with Need for Speed, with you in a car, you know, you can't actually feel the acceleration, so maybe that's why I couldn't really play it. But it's an interesting concept. It looked really cool. My dad played it for longer than I did, but I just could not handle it. have you ever played,
1: using like Rift Cat or something, um, Euro Truck Simulator?
0: There's no way. Now I'm going to play Rift Cat (laughs) with Euro (laughs) Truck Simulator because i'm sure that would make me dizzy because it's the, the, the um the Rift cat stuff it's really cool for checking things out but for playing games i haven't really seen anything that i could really use it for no. If i could if i could figure out the dota stuff that'd be awesome but, oh yeah I, don't, I think the cheapest method for me to get dota vr to work with my rift cat is to get the ps playstation i toy or whatever it is the camera and then set up a wonky combination for the PC. And it's just like, I don't know if I want to do that. Huh?
1: Or like, um, what is it?
0: Uh,
1: Tabletop simulator. That'd be a pretty cool one to do. Oh, yeah, tabletop. Relatively low stress on your system. So should run smoothly without any hiccups. Yeah.
0: Maybe. Maybe I should check that out. Did I? I might have tried it. But that was on an old phone. So I wonder if that would work mm. better with my new one. Yeah. Yeah, that was Need for Speed. It was cool, but... Not worth my $10, however much it costs. And then the last part is our prospects of the week. In prospects of the week, we talk about what games or whatever we'll be up to in the following week. It's pretty simple. So I'll start us off. I have made a new channel. I'm going to split my family videos and my gameplay videos so that I can be a little bit more unhinged in my gameplay videos without having to worry about, like, screwing up the views for the family videos kind of stuff. So I'll be separating that. I'll be re-uploading all my family videos onto that channel in the coming weeks. And then I'm going to focus on video games on my current True Chat channel. And I currently have a series going with Little Nightmares. So check that out if you want to see me play it. The next video, will have my new mic. So that should sound really good. And I think that's all that's on my plate. What about you, Chris? Yeah, so I have
1: a huge library to get through on Xbox. Because uh, someone I game share with buys a lot of games. And so first of all, Eventually, I will beat Unity, because I want to beat that. You know, I need to beat Black Flag, and then I need to beat, uh, oh, what was the next one called? The English one, whatever it was. Uh, syndicate. Syndicate, yeah. But in the near term, I'll be playing some more, uh, what was it called, a Corpse Party? Okay. Probably about 30 minutes, and I'll be able to beat that, and try to continue and play Fire Emblem without anyone dying. Today, I rage quit because someone died. So I'll be doing that again all over. Oh, boy. That's not the point of
0: hardcore. Just switch to normal then, Chris. No, I don't want to. (laughs) I want to say I played it
1: the true way.
0: (laughs) Save scumming the whole way.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it's just um, certain characters I don't care about and just let them die. But I got my set characters I actually like. I put so much time into them. And I'll be devastated if I lose all that progress and get that relationship severed.
0: We'll see. We'll see. see. All right. And then uh, anything else? No, that's probably what I'll be
1: concentrating on now.
0: All right. Remember to check us out. I will leave our information in the description. We are on Twitter, YouTube, and please leave us a review on iTunes. But for now, that is a broken ass mite. (laughs) <laughs> thank you everyone for listening to us today my name is matt and today i will be reflecting on how awesome allied is
1: and i'm chris and i think of that as well allied strong
0: allied strong check us out on twitter and youtube all our info will be in the description below we are mad mega gaming and we are mad mega about gaming I forgot to mention one news story. Yamori
1: 2 is coming for the PS4 and Vita on August 24th in Japan. Question. Yamori. Late night wandering. Chicken.